Hey girls, welcome to Girl Talk. I'm Heather and this is Created Woman's Podcast where we are a community of women learning to dream, live life on purpose, and explore our faith. Every show, I get to chat with friends who will share their personal journey of discovering their purpose and running after their dreams one dream step at a time. Thanks for joining us. This is Girl Talk. Friends, we have some exciting things coming up on our podcast in the next few months that I want you to know about. Since launching back in January, we've noticed that many of you are asking lots of how-to questions. See if any of these sound familiar to you. How do I know my purpose? How do I stop being all over the place? How do I blend my work, family, and faith all together? What is the first step? How do I write a, write a business plan? Create a logo? How do I become a legal entity or create a launch budget? And so many times we've even heard, I don't even know where to start. Well, if that's you, then we are excited to announce that we're kicking off a new how-to series beginning in April. We'll continue to have two podcasts every month, one featuring our speaker from Gather Her, and the other will begin to focus more on how-to. We say all the time that we are a community of women learning to dream, live life on purpose, and explore our faith. But so much of that brings up the natural questions like, how to, or how do I, or where do I begin? And if you're anything like me, I just want to know why. So on April 9th, we will have our first how to with life purpose and wellness coach, Crystal Bro. Crystal will share some practical steps of how to discover your purpose and how to begin the process that may seem so hard, but I promise she is so good at breaking it down. I hope you are are excited about this new series as much as I am and that you share even more of your questions so that we can bring on guests that can answer all of your questions and more. Well, another person I'm super excited about is my new friend, Corey Sullivan. She spoke this month at Gather Her on Identity and, and it's a subject that I myself have been studying over the past three or four years. There are some big revelations in this podcast and she shares about the original intent of who God created woman to be. The answer might surprise you, but I hope it's one that you go back and study for yourself, just like I am. Corey is a pastor at at Mosaic Church Austin, and she firmly believes in justice and was one of the foundational leaders of TGA, a racial restoration ministry that has become a vital part of the church. She leads a prayer team, which has formed into a prayer ministry, cultivating a strong prayer culture. She's creating structure and a framework around a growing women's ministry while also advocating for more women's voices to be around the table. I am thrilled for you to hear my conversation with Corey and would love to know what you think by sharing your thoughts and rating us on iTunes or your podcast app. After all, this podcast is for you, so let us know if you like it, if you don't like it, what do you want to hear, or whatever. Either way, I would love to hear from you. All right. Here's my conversation with Corey Sullivan. Well, hello, Corey. Hi. Thanks for being on our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So you were our Gather Her speaker last night. Yes. And we were on the topic topic of identity, mm-hmm. and you totally killed it. Thank you. It, it might so be good. like the passion of my heart. That that word identity is especially for women. Yeah. I can I can talk on that. Well, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. I can speak on that. It was really good. Sure. It was really good. And we didn't know each other before. We literally met last night. That's correct. 
And so just so you know, you're the first guest. Of course, this is episode number six. We're brand new podcast. But okay. you're the first guest I've had where I don't know anything about you. Wow. I feel like unknown, but also ready to be known. Like, yeah, awesome. that's fantastic. Yeah, that's really neat. Yeah, so I'm excited yeah. to get to know you as yes. will all the listeners at the same time. We're just going to get to know each other wow. all at the same Very time. Very cool. So why don't you just tell us who you are? Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, um, I uh, am. My name is Corey Sullivan, and I am a pastor. One of the pastors at Mosaic Church Austin here, and uh, we probably lived in the Aust- in the Austin area since 2007. Okay. So I'm not an OG, but I'm not a newbie from California either. Yeah. Where are you from? So we're from the Dallas area. Oh, so, okay. So the area. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Irving High, Arlington, oh, okay. HEB. Both my boys were born in Hearst oh. um, area. So Awesome. Mm-hmm. So you're a Texan. For, oh, all the way through and through. My husband is not. He's from mm-hmm. Colorado. Okay. But he moved away when he was five, but he still longs to get back to his home Do you state. long to go with him? <laughs> on vacation vacations yes. yes winter breaks yes it's wonderful yes yeah, yeah. do you, when y'all go do you do winter sports um, i am not a winter sports no. person no Mm-mm. me neither no give yeah. me the beach please yes 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 yeah so how did he how did y'all even meet Okay, we were very, very, very young. Um, we met when we were in high school. Oh, okay, you did say yes. that last night. So I get, when I we tell people that we met in high school, it's, you get that head tilt, like, oh. Don't tell my daughter. That's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't tell, actually our children, no, but I, I it's fine. Yeah. As a mom, yeah. you don't wish, you don't, that's yeah. not your dream yeah. for your kids. But yes, we met the. But we, it worked out for you, obviously. We did, we met, we weren't, I, I don't say that we were high school sweethearts because we met our senior year in a massive mm. school. Um, and when we started dating, it wasn't like, you're the one. Yeah. Um, it was very much like, ah, we're graduating. We'll see if this works. <laughs> <clears throat> and four years later, here we are. Yeah, yeah. Well, four years later, we got married. Right, no, I see, yeah. 17 years later, we're still here married. Here we are. Yes. yes, here we are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And so, if he's from Colorado, how do you get to Texas? Um, so his family moved again. I think they originally moved. I'm going to get this story wrong. Sorry, honey. Um, I think his dad moved to the San Antonio area first okay. and then moved to Irving. And then his mom and Wyatt came back, came down. Yes. Cause that's, that's, I feel like that's right. Because by the time <laughs> he was in Irving, um, I'm asking you to remember this from 20 yes, years ago, right? And from my husband's past. Yeah. Um, Sorry. he, this is not a bad identity. Yes. <laughs> True. Like, this is his yeah. identity, not mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he was in a small private school. Actually, okay. that uh, my pastor, uh, Morgan Stevens, attended as well in Irving. No did they know each other? <clears throat> they did not. They're four years apart. Oh, that's so But cool. we actually graduated from the same high school as him. Um, and, wow. again, did not know each other. Um, and well, everybody eventually moves to Austin. <clears throat> it's true. It's true. It's it's the place to be. It's the place to be. I would say that or Houston. But yeah. Dallas, not so much anymore. Mm. West Texas, no thank you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sister. She lives, oh, she in, lives she, there. She yeah. lives in Midland. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Midland. Yeah, yes. I know Midland. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm glad you're in Austin. Uh, me too. It's a fantastic city. So y'all are at Mosaic <clears throat> Church? Mm-hmm. And what do you do there? Um... So I got hired on last January, so it's a little bit over a year, Mm. um, as an associate pastor, and they kind of put me definitely over women's ministry, um, for sure, but also uh, to really build a prayer culture and a prayer team, and now a prayer ministry um, in different aspects um, uh, of our church. And now we're really having the conversation of what... um, uh, 
defined discipleship lane looks like at Mosaic. And I'm doing oh. that alongside of another pastor, um, Pastor Brett Milliken. I love that. Yeah, so I'm really excited to be in that conversation as well. So this whole story of how you even, because it's not, you're new basically to a staff position. Very new. So new. And that's part of your identity story. Yes. I was not dreaming of being a pastor five years ago. Oh, not even five years ago? No. No. And in fact... Were you even two years ago? Um, Two years ago, I recognized that I could do it. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. But before that, I think as a woman who was seeking after God and running her lane in church and volunteering, um, unfortunately, I've had some previous pastors uh, from other churches that definitely separated me um, as someone who was not called to ministry because I was a woman. Mm -hmm. And because of my broken, my broken upbringing, um, I got saved and baptized in a Baptist church at 21. I praise God for the Baptist church. Um, that, that church taught me the word. Yeah. They discipled me. That teaching is, but the same time, 17 years ago, 18 years ago, um, it definitely was a very a different cons- time. It was a different, different time, yeah. and that church definitely fit. That church culture fit my broken background, which was mm. I had a place <clears throat> as a woman, and that place was not to have a voice. Yeah. Um, it was to serve and yeah. to have a voice with children. Yeah, bless it all. And um, so, growing up in the church from twenty one on, it took a lot of years to undo some things from my broken, from my unchristian trauma background that didn't fit right, yeah. and that Jesus allowed me to step by step undo some framework that I had. Yeah, um, about what it is to be a woman and. Um, I'm very grateful for uh, the leadership at Mosaic Church Yeah, uh, because they believed in what I was advocating for, which was women that were designed to have a voice at the it. table. So we kind of just dive in. I like that. Yes. But I'm sorry. I'm no, I love deep that. to deep with me. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. So we kind of have heard who you are and mm-hmm. you're married and all yes. of that. But I want to start since we've already dove in. Yeah. Last night, how you started off about who you thought you were and you kind of you're growing up. Mm-hmm. Because I think as we talk about identity and this yeah. whole story, yeah. um, you know, we've talked, you know, even at our past couple events, um, the different roles and the different hats and how we can cling to that. But before we can even get to those roles, you have to, we have to know a little bit about who you were. Mm-hmm. So tell us how you, how you did it. Gather her last night. Yeah. So pre Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and by the way, yes, you didn't know what you were yes. walking into last night. I did not. <laughs> I did not know what I was walking into last night, but I'm so grateful. I walked in to what it was last night. Um, that's amazing. It was an amazing picture. Um, so yeah, before Christ, I, I definitely come from a broken home with, with trauma um, alcoholism, um, drug addiction, um, physical abuse, emotional mm. abuse. And so I, looking back, uh, I definitely believed that who I was just wasn't enough yeah. and had no capacity to change anything. I, I think there's a distinct memory that I have, <clears throat> excuse me, where I called the police 
um, on my stepdad one night and uh, the police came because my mother and my stepfather were in an altercation mm. and I called the police and my mother did not press charges so oh, nothing wow. happened and I remember my stepfather saying who do you think you are do you th- to, to think that you could change <gasps> yeah. um, that you could get rid of me um, and I just, I, that stuck. I mean, it was yeah. just something that I did not know. Ooh, probably 12, probably 12. Wow. And that is such an impressionable age as you're beginning to like boys and just your brain is, is yeah. literally being formed at that age. Mm-hmm. And so this thought entered my brain as my brain was being formed and it, and it was basically it, w- it was defended with the next eight years of my life until I was wow. 18. Um, that thought that I could not change, um, the course of, of my life or mm. uh, others lives mm. that my voice did not have a place. Um, it was added onto, um, over and over and over again yeah. because of uh, my upbringing and the choices yeah. that were made, um, on my behalf, basically. Yeah. I remember you saying that last night, choices made on my behalf. Yeah. 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 And no matter what, how we were brought up, whatever, daily choices are made on our behalf. That's right. Whether it's one of your kids, it's at a job. Yes. And so, um, but how, but what I loved, how you explained it last night is how you had to go through the journey of relearning the choices that were made on your behalf. So you meet your husband. Yes. And together you get saved. Um, kind of, yeah. Uh, he definitely has a different faith story than I do. Mm-hmm. So that private school. So he went to a private school in between his kindergarten, my uh, again, um, I think his sixth or seventh grade year, and he has a faith background and his grandparents. Um, but his parents weren't like churchgoers. Yeah. But at twelve, he definitely like knew the word. It was very um, uh, liturgical. Um, private school, and they just memorized, 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 memorized the word. And he had a best friend there, and at around 12, his best friend was like, do you really believe this stuff? (laughs) And uh, my husband was like, yeah, I I think I do, but I I guess I'll ask God, you know? Yeah. And so he asked God these very simplistic, sweet prayers. Oh, my goodness. Um, One of them was for him to experience such a childlike prayer, a broken bone without the pain. And sure enough, like a summer later, he was on the soccer field, fell, broke his wrist, experienced no pain, and God reminded him. Remember that prayer? No. Yeah. Remember that prayer? I love that. I love that. Childlike That's the faith prayers. Of, yes. Yes. Yeah. Childlike prayers. I see my and daughter so, doing so, not at an extreme. Yeah. Boy. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, with that, I think that, uh, but he didn't, he wasn't then, after that, after that school ended, um, he wasn't like discipled. Yeah. So, it wasn't like he continued going to church had accountability. Yeah. He was a teenage boy. He met yeah. a teenage girl. Wasn't yeah. churched. Yeah. Um, and so we, in a way, we definitely got baptized and began to live an obedient life yeah. with Christ, for uh-huh. Christ, together um, yeah. in our first church yeah. at 20 and 21. So... You got saved. Mm-hmm. You dove into church, mm-hmm. and I, you have three kids. I do have three kids. Yes, and so you start assuming these roles that you start talking about last night. Yes, so um, I started t- putting on the role of wife first, even though if, when I look back, I would even say things to Wyatt like, "I don't know why you married me," mm. you know, not knowing where that was stemming from, um, and, uh, and and why I felt really, especially in the Christian world. I mean, to be a Christian wife is like, 
you know, and it's, I say this in a wrestling way, it's a little bit of a coveted position and I don't, yeah. and I kind of accepted that. No, it is. I was single till I was 30. It was very yeah. much like, Oh, oh, well, I mean, to, have, to be married to a Christian man, yeah, you like think, that's, yeah, you think it's end all be all. Then you get married after thinking for your 20s. Exactly. Also, my so many single is, women yes, are listening yes, to this. Yes. Like, don't Kevin. No, it's hard no, either way. It's, it's hard, hard either way. Either way. Mm-hmm. And we both struggle. Single women struggle. Mm-hmm. Married women struggle with who they are. Yeah. Um, and I think that being a wife replaced who I was, that role. Mm-hmm. I got to replace being a wife and being a volunteer yeah. um, and being a, a servant, even with a servant's heart. Um, that, those roles replaced my identity for a long time. And then yeah. becoming a mother, that's an amazing gift. Yeah. Um, my firstborn, I, I remember holding my firstborn. His name is Jonah. He's 14 now. And he was about three months old. And it's when I think God really started to plant things in my, in my soul that pushed against the lies that were spoken over me and holding my firstborn, I remember just thinking, I did not know I could love like Mm. this. And, um, I remember hearing God say, but you're my Jonah. Mm. And I was blown away by that thought. Like what? How could you, mm-hmm. what is it? Like, I could not imagine God loving me the way I loved Jonah. Wow. Um, and so to be his child that he looks upon yeah. with delight and love and peace and hope for things yeah. just blew my mind. And that yeah. was, again, the beginning of, uh, it was a seed right. that was planted, but I still took on that mother role as, mm-hmm. oh, this is who I am. I'm a wife and I'm a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes. And you are, but that's not it. Yes, I I am. I am a wife and I am a mother, but those are amazing God gifts that I cherish and I'm thankful for, but who I am goes before that. And who I am is a woman of God who Mm. is created as an image bearer, as a Mm. woman, and is created to change the world is created to equip others yeah is created to set others free i mean i think to set others free is changing the world yes yeah change and that all looks different for every single one of us 100 percent um for me it had to start with changing my world right my internal world Mm. um to set my own bond bondage free with christ and his truth over and over and over again to the point where his thoughts became my thoughts, mm-hmm. um, and those doubts just faded away. Um, and now I, I sometimes I think like, who are you? Like yeah. this confident woman that goes around and says, "Well, I'm here. You're welcome." <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. I did not. I did not know that was yeah. going to be who I was going to become. But it was a long journey. Unapologetic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's just dive into because what I really want our listeners to hear is um, something that I just really the last four or five years have begun to understand. And, um, I didn't have to study it long. I was like, yes, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes And amen. But come with it. You spoke about Genesis and, and so that we can tell our (sighs) listeners how we, where we find our identity. We have to know what God says about us. So you explained that last night so beautifully. So I'm just going to let you. Yeah. I think that the, when we seek who we are, we have to, 
separate our purpose, which is God-given. Right. Praise God. I think purpose is a beautiful gift yeah. from God. Um, but from who we really are and who we were originally designed and created to be. And in Genesis uh, 1 and 2, it talks about that God created humankind. Mm-hmm. He created man and woman in his own image. And it's male and female. In the image of God, he created them. That's Genesis one twenty seven, And I think in that verse, that verse, when I started to pour over it and understand like, what, why, why does that one verse say the same thing three times differently? Mm-hmm. And it is because he wants us to get it. It's why we say, talk to our children and, mm-hmm. you know, have to explain to them what cleaning up means three different ways. <laughs> right. Right. Um, because they assume it means one thing and you're like, that's not, you didn't, you did yeah. not hit the mark. Yeah. So we say it again. Yes. And we say it from this angle. And I think that's what Genesis one twenty seven is doing. It is making sure we understand that man and woman are image bearers. Mm-hmm. And I think for a long time that lesson for me, that that Genesis one twenty six and one twenty seven spoke to me that as a woman, mm-hmm. it was in my humanity that I was an image bearer. Um being humankind. Yeah. I kind of separated my womanhood or my mm. female likeness from being an image bearer. Hmm. Um, until you read the, the word female, there is Isha um, in Hebrew, and it means the female likeness. The female likeness, the female image bearer. Mm. And I just couldn't get past it. I was, it blew my mind to see in scripture that me as a whole woman, not just my yeah. humanity, mm-hmm. reflects God back to himself and back and back to the world. That's yeah. mind-blowing truth for me as a woman. Yeah. yeah, It took me 15 years into my Christian walk to discover and to take ownership of. Yeah. That's, and it's pretty profound. Yes. Yes. Because I think we get confused that, that Jesus is a man. Yes. But he was... Yes. yes. And yes. how do you reconcile? Well, it's, a, it's a very much. It is. And I think that that word, um, so then if you move further into Genesis 2, so first I'm an image bearer as a woman. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. And second, and then in Genesis 2, when he created woman out of man, um, the, the, the name that was spoken at that time yeah. was Azer Connecto. And Azer Connecto, it's, it's that um, it was not good for man to be alone. And so God will create a suitable helper for him mm-hmm. or uh, a, a human being fit for man. Yeah. And it was the Azer Connecto in Hebrew. And that, so say that again, because I think that's the part, even for me, when I heard yes. that four years ago, I've always read the word mm-hmm. helpmate. Yes. But what you're saying yes. is in the original. <clears throat> yeah. Because we're we're getting we're getting a seminary lesson. I'm re- so sorry. I'm not, not a no, seminary. I'm not either. Okay. I'm either. I always yes. have to ask the question. Yes. I'm like, I'm sorry. What did you just say? Yes. Um. So I just want our listeners because I think this is the most important part mm. is um, hearing that that you know over the years different translations you know King James yes. all these things. Mm-hmm. Um. Sorry. Yes. 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 Um, originally, yes, the word was say that again. The, originally, the word for that suitable helper mm-hmm. was azer connecto, and what that means, the word picture that Hebrew gives us, is an equal partner almost, a being, a human being that will come alongside. 
mm-hmm. and help in the way of a rescuer. And it's all, it also goes to like a warrior, mm-hmm. like um, uh, someone who will battle alongside right. of man to lead and subdue mm-hmm. the earth with man. Mm-hmm. That's a lot different to me mm-hmm. when I hear helper mate. Yes. That's not the same image that I get. I need help with someone to come clean my house. Yes. Come on. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Although I will say that people that that help come and clean my house are coming alongside of yes. me. Yes. You know what? Preach. Very true. Right? Yes. So they are coming alongside of me. They, they are. are. You're yes. very right. They are. But we have this image of what a helper is. Yes. Thank you. Like I tell my daughter... You're such a little helper. Thank you so much. Yes. And it's this. It's, but it, but I yeah. think when I say thank you to people who help me. Yeah. I am like giving them like the honor in a way yeah. because I am so grateful for the help yes. that they give me because I do see them alongside, alongside of me. Yes. And that is that word. It is alongside. And so to go back to Genesis 1 where I'm a woman who bears the image of God mm-hmm. and then go to Genesis 2 where I am a warrior rescuer yes. to lead alongside of others man first but then now men and women mm-hmm. that's a dim- different image and the fact going back yeah. to reflect to Genesis 1 the word azer is used many times spell it E-Z-E-R. Because you know people are going to be Googling this. Yes. Because I know E-Z-E-R. I did immediately when E-R. I heard this. Yes, but it's pronounced Azer. But I've said Azer. I say Ezer all the yes, time. Yes, Ezer. <laughs> yes. I'm an Ezer. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Um, you are. Um, for sure. Because pronunciation. That's I mean. yes, right. That's I'm right. I'm Texas. I'm an Ezer. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that that word is used to describe the Holy Spirit. And I, right. Yes. And so as an image bearer, as a woman, if I reflect back to God as a, as, as a, as in his female likeness mm-hmm. and that same name is used to describe the Holy Spirit. I just yes. think that's profound it to is. know as, as a woman that we reflect God as a woman and that our name at creation is a name that was, is also used for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Which says in the new Testament, I will send you a helper. Yes, and I don't think we downplay. We don't downplay the Holy or Spirit. Or put Holy Spirit second or as an assistant, right? I just don't think that's what we do yes. in church. And honestly, you know, um, a friend of mine just spoke the other night at one of our night of ministries. Her name is Dr. Rosalind Smith. And she said something about the Holy Spirit that I had never caught before because sometimes we, not sometimes, we, when we speak of Jesus, we think of his humility to come on earth as a human, to take the mm. form, for God to come in human form and to put on flesh, yeah. right? Um, but then he obviously does what he does. He goes to the cross on our behalf. So we become sons and daughters and we, we, we are able to be adopted in his place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as, as sons and daughters of the one true King. But then he says this to his disciples, but I have to go mm-hmm. so I can send you the Holy Spirit. So I can send you that helper. helper. And what she said was, yes, the warrior who we know. Come on. Once you start getting really into the word, you know that you that you ask the Holy Spirit to fight on your behalf. Yes. He intercedes he for intercedes us. He intercedes for yes, us. Yes, that's right. So and that's how we're yes, described. Yes, he goes before us, and that's how we're described. But she put it in a way that she said, and the Holy Spirit chose to stay. Mm. And I thought, I don't think I've put the Holy Spirit the way I have put Jesus in deciding to stay. Mm. Like the Holy Spirit is with us. He's mm-hmm. here. He's now. Mm-hmm. He's alive. 
that's profound current. to me. Current. Yeah. Um, being our, being the one who intercedes Beautiful. on our behalf and battles for us in ways that we are we can't even understand or fathom. So. So you know we have people pausing, googling. <laughs> so we're going to so wait yes. for them to come back. Okay. Yes. Do that. Please, please, please um, go Google those and words. And study it. And study it. Study it. I say all the time, don't take our word for it. Oh, my gosh. And so go read God, it. I cannot wait to hear what because they heard the from. Yes. Right. I cannot wait to hear the word picture that they receive mm-hmm. from God mm-hmm. for their circumstance, for their because life right now, for what? their identity. I think what happens sometimes that I've seen that, that when this has, subject has come up, Warrior, and this is who we are. That there's a lot of shuffling, even with women. Like, oh, and, yes. and yes. it doesn't mean that you're not. A, it doesn't tell you who you're a warrior for. Mm. You see what I'm saying? That's good, Heather. Um, so you might be called to be a warrior for your kids. Oh, 1, especially during this season, or more so, or just yes. your kids, where sometimes yes. you're called for more. Yes. Um, but if you're a warrior going to battle, who are you going to battle with? Preach. I don't want to. Do you go, want me to? I, no. I, yes, I do actually, because I don't want to go to battle alone, alone, or for everybody. ever, or, or for yes, right. I just, I, I, yes. It is. Who are we going to battle? Who has God with? called us to call to go to war? Yes, with? I want to come alongside of men and women. Yes, because I think what happens, and I come again from a single, being single for a long time before marriage, and that covetedness mm. that if you identify as being alongside your husband mm-hmm. only, mm-hmm. then who are you as a single person mm-hmm. or no mother? Or who yeah. is my daughter at seven? Yes. Who is my daughter when she's 15? Yes. But yes. if we embrace as women that so girls good. as you were born female, Ezer, Azer, yes. then, then you do not have to wait for when this happens or whatever that when this is, whether it's career children, marriage, this is who you are. And all those other things become different roles that you are called to and who to battle alongside. Mm-hmm. And the battle that you're called to, who, yes. you're, who you are called to defend and advocate for yes. and intercede for mm-hmm. at different seasons and different yeah. times, different, I mean, different days, honestly, yeah. with me. Um, yeah. But yes, I definitely think to come to understand that we have been given the authority from God to lead alongside others. Yeah. Is is purposeful because he doesn't yeah. want us to go it alone. That mm-hmm. would be a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. And he wants us to trust him to go before us. Yeah. To do the work that he's called us to do. Yeah. With others. Um and yes, I find myself there are days where I find myself solely advocating and battling battling on behalf of my children or my marriage or my friend or a certain ministry um, or the leaders or our nation. It just, what are we called to, I love that question. Who are we called to battle with? Mm -hmm. And at this time, what are we called to battle for? Hey ladies, today's show is brought to you by two of our Style Speak sponsors, Noonday Ambassador Sarah Lopez and Turquoise Collective. Sarah Lopez is an ambassador of Noonday Designs who design and sell inspired collection of jewelry and accessories made by artisans across the globe. One of the things that made Sarah take the leap to becoming a Noonday Ambassador is that a large part of the job was getting to know women. She loves to gather women and create connections that are face to face. 
We also loved having Sarah at Style Speaks this year and gather her. So you have to check out her website at sarahlopez.noondaycollection.com. Also, for those of you that like all things boho, luxe, and edgy, check out Turquoise Collective Jewelry. Their vision is to deliver the perfect pieces for the lovers, dreamers, and wonders. And you know, the founder, Daniela Coven, was born in California, but grew up right here in Austin, Texas. You see, we've got something for everyone here at Girl Talk, and don't worry, we'll have all the links from our show in the podcast notes, so be sure to check them out. All right, back to our guest today, Corey Sullivan. Well, you started your message last night with this question, who has the right to define you? And so that's a very deep question. Yeah. Um, And so you had this journey and you figured this out. Mm -hmm. And still. Still on the journey. I'm on the journey. You're on the journey. I am we'll not. We'll never be, have a complete aha. We'll get to heaven and be like, and that too? Also, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so um, you now have a voice within your church mm-hmm. to make change in two different areas. You have, you're a part of the racial reconciliation, but you're also leading the way you feel yeah. for women to have a voice yes. within the church, yes. which is not going to be all of our calling. Yes. So we're going to talk about yours okay. and how you transitioned and how, what that looks like. So how I transitioned into this position? Yeah. Like yeah. How did you yeah. go from soccer mom? I don't know if you were soccer mom. <laughs> I totally gymnastic went to soccer mom. Okay. Soccer, baseball, but you still gymnastics, are. gymnastics, which I still am. Still are. Yes. <laughs> like, let's not. Yes. 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 Um, it was extremely humbling when I came on staff because, again, five years ago, my belief was that that was not a thing for women. Mm-hmm. I, I don't come from a church background where having a pastor who happens to be a woman mm-hmm. is normal. Mm-hmm. That was not my church background. And so I will say that that first year, two things happened. One, I like on staff meetings, <laughs> I don't think I used my voice, um, out loud a lot, but then I had a direct oversight and in his office, <laughs> he definitely heard some things. <laughs> I'm always so grateful for Pastor Barnabas uh, Willis because I went in there a little bit with flailing arms because I was feeling the feel, feeling the things that were, I did not know um, how to change yet. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and just his encouragement um, and his pushback in a really great yeah. way. I say pushback. That's not a negative thing to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, just him allowing me to wrestle that yeah. first year of and discovering and reminding me that you, um, it's going to take you a minute to figure out this role. Yeah. Um, and so that, that, that first year, I don't know if I, it, it, I will say it looked pretty in some places and didn't look pretty and did not look pretty <laughs> in others. Not though, any new thing we do. <laughs> it's not, there was, yeah. there was, was it Instagram worthy? No, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> But I immediately hit the ground running for what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. which was to dream with others that we could get to a place where at the leadership table, it was not only diverse with ethnicities and age, but also in gender. Mm-hmm. And that I have just continued to raise my hand and speak and ask questions. Um, and again, most times with me, it's not eloquent. 
That's, that's actually, I would think, I, of course, I haven't even known you for 24 hours at this point. But you seem very soft-spoken and elegant. Oh, that's amazing. So, and yeah. you're very careful with your words. I try to I, be. Yeah. I try to be. Um, because when I'm in my feels, yeah, I don't think I'm that careful with my words. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what one thing systematically, holistically, is if I see where there's a mess... And I, and in my belief, it is because there's a miss at the table. Mm. At who's at the table? Mm-hmm. Um, who has a voice in that place? Mm-hmm. And I, all of me believes that 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 table of voices has to be intentionally diverse at every level, mm-hmm. at every single level. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's. I think I'm still learning to walk yeah. in this pastoral role. Yeah. But I love every minute of it. Um, and bringing others alongside is like a dream job to me. That's awesome. Making space for others. Yeah. Every day. Well, you had said, you said earlier and you said last night that sometimes we replace our identity with our purpose. Yes. Yeah. And how that can be such a struggle. Yeah. Because we are, and I even say this, our whole mission is to help women define their God-given purpose. Amen. And we know that their dream is really about their identity and their purpose and all that. And that's kind of why we talk about dreams a lot. Um, because people often identity and purpose is too big. Mm, I would agree. Yeah. I think I was there for a long time. Yeah. But dreaming's great. And yes. everybody can dream. But the, what happens is our, pur- we have all have the same purpose, which is to point people back to Jesus. Yes. That's all, you know, yes. and that's really the bottom line. And it's yes. the how, and sometimes we take on that how as our identity. That's good. And so, but that's what you basically said last night is that we cling on to that purpose as our identity. So if there's women here listening, men, we might have some men listening yes, to Girl come Talk. come on. Who knows? Come on. Who knows? I pray there are some men out there listening <laughs> to Girl Talk. Um, I wish there was then something called Men Talk so I could know what they That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, not all Men Talk. Well, no, no, no. Just, uh, but I actually, I'll, I'll say out loud what I was thinking. Most podcasts are Men Talk. Yeah. But that, I like, like, like my heads will come back from, you know, having a conversation with someone. I'm like, what do you say? Nothing. Yeah. I know yeah, he said, said something. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. You were there for 20 minutes. I, something. Happened. Yes. There was a transfer of information. So I think that's what I meant level. by that. I wish yeah, there was a minute. Um, so, I don't know. So, there's <laughs> listeners. That, 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 there, I'm going back now. I'm remembering. That are, might be wrapped up in their purpose and now are hearing this new identity. Mm-hmm. What do you encourage them or what what should they know to do next? Don't give up the purpose. Again, I 100 am 100% in agreement with you that purpose is God-given. It just Mm -hmm. is. So do not give up the purpose, but question if that is what defines you. Mm. And if it's what defines you, it could, it could be a trap that you don't even see coming. Mm. And like, like give an example of that. Um, well, that maybe happened to you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I just, I fell flat on my face when, um, being a mother and being a wife and a mom didn't stand up to the weight of, my hunger for who I was. Mm. And I really believe that our hunger for identity is God given as well. Cause eventually we're going to reach the end of ourselves. And, um, he, his hope and his will is that that is when we will see him yeah. and who we are in the light of his truth and God's truth. But I think I would just tell anyone that your purpose is God given. 
I am grateful for my purpose to be an advocate, to equip, to encourage, to empower, to set others free, to make disciples. I wouldn't give that up for anything. But to know who you are outside of that is vital. It is just vital. So do the hard work. Ask those questions. Am I, is who I am married? Yeah. Is who I am single? Right. Because I think one of the questions that we got to last night was, if is if who I am is single, um, let's say you're 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 single, and that's who you are, that's your identity. What mm-hmm. box does that put you in? What is yeah. what is the cost of you believing that who you are is single? Yeah, yeah. That is a. And then what happens when that changes? That, I don't want that to me that feels like a cage and I want everyone to be out of a cage. Yeah. Like I want everyone to be set free and to run when you're, when you're single, when you're married, when you're, when you're a a, a mother, when you're a mother of grown children. Yeah. Um, you see that a lot too. Yes. That whole empty nester. Who am I? Who am I without, without being a mom? Yeah. Yeah. It breaks my heart. It just breaks my heart. And you know, we talked a lot about, that about the social media aspect in my small mm-hmm. groups last night about um, that that number on Instagram can be what they're searching for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those, those like hits. Yes. And that's terrible to me. Yeah. Um, that is terrible. Well, I noticed you don't do a lot on Instagram. Is that why? <laughs> okay, I got called out last night. I got called out last night. Um, I did not know that... Um, I just did not, it's, it's, I know I'm like, I'm stuck for words right now. I don't love social media, although I love it. Yeah. Do you, I mean, I, I'm also 39 <laughs> and not that 39 year old can't have a, a, like a hot Instagram yeah. that is worthy to be followed and liked <laughs> and appreciated. Um, that was never one of my goals. Yeah. And, but someone last night. <laughs> told me they're like listen um it was actually holly it was holly harris she goes hayes you mean hayes thank you holly hayes Hayes, thank you very much um we were talking about her story and how Uh she had a moment where because she was with a friend of hers uh, a woman named sammy who run who is helping her run uh the pro the sanctuary project uh-huh. and, which by the way you're wearing today oh because my of last gosh night. yes 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 um <laughs> beautiful dainty pieces um but i she was saying that at one point her story she did not know that she was going to need a headshot <laughs> <laughs> and I and that happened to you this week. That happened to me shot. this week, and <laughs> I, that's, I literally said that. I was so like, if I you don't look know. back on Creative Woman's Instagram, yeah, and I don't Facebook, have a headshot. There's no pictures of you. I know. I, no, I usually promote our I, I don't have a headshot yet. Um, <laughs> but I now it's part of it's part of having a voice that I need to take responsibility mm, for. Mm-hmm. And many people in my life have started to say that to me. Yeah. Not that that was anything that I wanted to. Put Push. Not for the social side, for the message. For the message. And because I have a position, I'm I'm very... It's interesting that I never thought that having a social media presence was giving away privilege. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I promote that. Like, if you have privilege, then use it. Mm-hmm. And being a woman who's a pastor, that's a privilege. Yeah. And I want to be able to use that well. Well... And if that means so I need good. a headshot... So odd to me. 
Um, and that's what I'm going to go do, mm-hmm. right? Then that's the motivation for me. And before this experience, you're right, I did not <laughs> need a headshot. Um, so everybody right now, mm-hmm. we're recording, but this is not yes. going to come out for a week and a half okay. from me. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to give your tag, Corey Sully. Uh-huh. Spell it. Okay, it is. <laughs> I, I'm going to spell it. We're gonna but in between you. now and Tuesday, I'm going to make some changes. I'm going to try my best to like have a bio on there or something. Because Sammy immediately looked me up last night, and she goes, literally, it says nothing about you. And I was like, okay, I hear you, and I see you. 25-year-old who's an amazing woman of God, running her lane already. Um, so, yes, it is C-O-R-I. S U L L I. Coming to that identity. I mean, I, <laughs> it's, who knew? Who yeah. knew that um, social media was really a part of that territory? It is, yeah. But it's okay to take up space not alone. there. You're not alone because yes. I am the same way. I have hidden a lot behind the CW circle mm. and nothing on my side, and have realizing, oh, I'm not, I don't, I have a voice that I'm not using because, you know. I love, I, I, it's fun. I love social media to look at it. And so I didn't, but if you have been given a message, what a great way to share it in and in, in, in the way that you want to. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I just didn't. It doesn't have to be like everybody else. I think that's where the pressure comes from. That's a good word. That's a really good word for me yeah. as I'm stepping into this thing. Yeah. Um, Do it like you're doing it right here like you last night. Yeah. Like just in everyday life. Yes. And I, I that's Thank you. I'm going to receive that pro tip from you right now. I'm not a pro. Um, my so Instagram you know. life is definitely my children. It's my mom game. So, so is mine. Yeah, for sure. And it's mostly my daughter because my boys are teenagers and say no thank you uh-huh. <laughs> um, to the photo bombs. But uh, I think I think how you just brought it back down to who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, you're Ezra. That you're so amazing. You are so amazing. <laughs> Uh, I shall be on Instagram. <laughs> Who knew? So, yes. Yeah. I think you have, by the time this airs, 14 days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Deadlines. <laughs> Making it happen. Um, do you need a photographer? <laughs> I do. Yes. If you can hook me up, give me some connection points, I will receive all okay, of them. Okay. Yeah. You're going to yeah. get a bunch of bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's such an important message. Yes. So, um... <laughs> To share it with, you know, your 200 followers. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm Exactly. Listen. But that's what, you know, my 200 following, followers follow me because, ah, well, because they know my children. Um. <laughs> not, that, not that we're paying a picture to all that social media. That's so funny. Cause I, I listen, love that so much. I'm in my 40s. I, won't, I mean, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's a struggle. I'm thankful it wasn't around in college. I'm just super thankful. Because I'm, my identity would have been really screwed. Crushed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So even more yeah, important yeah. to tell the younger generation yes. what who they are before they hit social media age. Yeah. Because the damage. Yes. The damage. Yes. Yeah. That the world and the culture... Um, See and how that brought Instagram. It yes, I love that. Well done. <laughs> um, for exactly, I think that if we can tell the next generation and speak into them who they are yeah. before the culture does, yeah. before Instagram does, before, mm-hmm. but just before the world does, yeah, absolutely, they can stand up to that, right. and I truly believe they can, um, because my daughter does not know anything other than yeah. she has a voice at the table. That says it all right there. Yeah, yeah. And I will continue to say that to her again and again and again yeah, and again. I love it. As the world just puts the pressure on her. But, yeah. Okay, so 
We'll wrap up with a couple questions. Okay. So, um, what is, because we're all about dreams and purpose. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of accomplishing some big things right now. You're breaking some barriers. You're blazing some Thank trails. You. Thank you. Which is amazing. Um, but what's your next big God-sized dream? Okay. Um, <laughs> I will say that just to give some background, I didn't always love that question, like, what's mm. your dreams? Like, what, what, what's your dream? Mm-hmm. And I don't think I loved that question because I did not understand that the desire for change Mm. And the desire to make change and to create change is a dream. Mm. Um, To me, dreams looked like... Fantasy. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. Like, so out of touch. Mm -hmm. But to bring them into my realm, I think, once that click moment for me came, when I realized I I am a dreamer, Mm -hmm. it just, it it, it feels a little bit more gritty with me, just because of who I am. Yeah. And so I think if I go back to that question now... What is my next God-sized dream? It would... Well, let's start with simple. It would be to up my Instagram game. <laughs> I'm going to start there. Um, start really Because you know what? That ma- yes, that matters. <laughs> and it's an easy step for me. Um, is that terrible? That's my God-sized dream. And that's like really out of reach for me. I think that's um, a dream, I feel like, not okay. a God-sized dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. True, true, true. Um... <laughs> is to continue to create change in systems that repress and oppress others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what that looks like exactly. Yeah. I know that what that looks like right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be the God-sized dream, to trust him to what it looks like in a year, in two years, in five years, yeah. in ten years. I mean, I want to be that grandmother just seeding legacy. Yeah. Again, you know, just... Saying, searching his, his his word, knowing his truth, and speaking it out yeah. into others, um, so then they can go and do the same and change yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't a direct answer, and I'm so sorry. No, I love it. Okay, I love it. Yeah. Okay, so we're you know I I know you saw from last night we're fashion and faith. Yes. Because we're we're created women from the inside out. Yes. Right? Yes. And we really believe fashion is just a reflection of who you are. Mm, yes. Um, it's not about the trend. So, but with yes. that said, yeah. What is your favorite either trend or you can't leave the house without like this? I ha- I'm out of this. I have to go get it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are going to know. Or. People who know me are going to know this answer. Okay. And despite the fact that I'm wearing very dainty <laughs> earrings and beautiful necklace from uh, the Sanctuary Project. Um, thank you again, Holly Hayes, mm-hmm. um, for the work that you're doing out there in the world and changing the world. Um, one woman at a time. I am known for big earrings. I mean, mm. I have been wearing gold hoops since 1997, and I just don't think I ever put them down. I did not. I never put that trend down. Well, they're back. I mean, J-Lo wears Listen, I, there's, there's something about gold hoops. I, I'm wearing well, small silver yeah, ones, that's but I'm not, a girl. That's, that's not big that's, hoops. No, just, yeah. no, no. Um, you like the big. Well, you yes, had a big earring last I'm night. Ta- yeah, like three, four inches. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I... I, for there's something about big hoop earrings, big earrings that make me feel like unstoppable. Like I, I'm gonna be this person. They're gonna see me walk in the room. They're gonna see me walk in the room. I like it. And so I, yes, (laughs) yes. But I will say thank you to the earrings that I'm wearing right now. Hey, Um, you know what? You got statement earrings, and you've got yes, date night earrings. Yes, just beauty and grace. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, maybe things I don't wear very often, like yeah. I don't uh, attribute myself with, but that I can because they're beautiful pieces. They are. It um, looks good on you. Thank you. Both I look good. Them. The statement earrings and those as well. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thanks for coming and sharing. This was awesome. Heather, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun last night and today. Mm, it was. Okay, yeah. so we're going to go look for you now. Okay. <laughs> 14 days. In 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That was awesome. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us today. And if you want to chat more, we would love to meet you face to face. Every month in Austin, Texas, we host a free event called Gather Her, and you're invited. It's a night where faith, fashion, fun, and friends collide. If you don't live in Austin or just love to read, Join our online community where you'll find weekly devotionals and resources you can take with you everywhere. A very special thanks to our CW friends who support this podcast and all of our programs through monthly donations. It's because of your generosity, women around the world are being equipped and empowered to be who they are created to be. For all of this and more, visit createdwoman.net and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And a special shout out to our producer, Taylor Stearns, who made this all possible. I'm Heather Frierson, and you're listening to Girl Talk from Created Woman. <laughs>